Happy Friday to you. And we're going to do a little bit of trivia real quick to quick start out the Speaking For Him podcast. Things that are 100 or over 100, state of Michigan, potholes in downtown Grand Rapids, all over 100 years old and have been there for at least 100 times. Also, what's 100 today is a Speaking For Him podcast. And I'm Adam McNutt alongside the host of the program 100 times now, Mr. Andrew Gomison. That's right. For 100 straight Fridays, we have been your companions and your encouragement on this road that we call the Christian life. And we are very grateful for the 100 shows that God has led us through. And we're going to have a lot of fun today as we reflect back on the past. And it, without the Lord, there would not be a Speaking for Him podcast, which leads us to our quote of the day. And Adam has that for us. And we are digging into God's word for our quote of the day here. It says, This I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed, because of his compassions fail not. They are new every morning, and great is thy faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, saith my soul, therefore will I hope in him. The Lord is good unto them that wait for him, to the soul that seeketh him. Lamentations 3, 21 verses 25 through 25 are quotes of the day. All right, thank you, Adam. And of course, I was trying to find something that would reflect on God's faithfulness. And it's kind of ironic. I looked at um, different quote websites trying to find a quote from a great Christian leader about God's faithfulness. And then I was led to this scripture itself. What a better place to find a testament to God's faithfulness than God's word itself. And I really appreciated that because that brings it back to the basics. That's what speaking for him is all about. Uh, is exalting the Word of God and giving people a platform to share their testimonies, and I hope that they have been an encouragement to you through these hundred episodes. And I just have to say that I am uh, amazed that we're here. When you start a project like this, you don't know how sustainable it's going to be. I remember that second recording session ever. <laughs> Um, not even really having two shows, pulling one out of my hip pocket at the last minute so <laughs> yeah. that I wouldn't leave um, short a show. And it turned out really well anyway. And from that point on, the Lord just kept bringing people in and we were able to, we've been able to schedule people um, at reasonable intervals. And we've had certain periods of time where we get way ahead and other times where we drop a little bit behind, but we have not missed a Friday in a hundred Fridays. And so that's a, quite an accomplishment. I'm very pleased with it. I'm very thankful to Adam for his work on this podcast. Without his production work, it would not be as great as it is. So I'm very grateful to you, Adam. And I just wanted to thank you publicly for that. Thank you. And uh, what are your reflections on a hundred podcasts? Uh, I think the first word would have to be, wow. I, I don't feel like it's been two years, 100 shows of recording, so I feel like we just started yesterday, you know? That's the craziest thing. But I got to say that it has been a blessing to be a part of this because um, when I said yes to doing this project, I don't think I ever shared the story with you. I actually had so many other doors open in my other job and such that when it all happened at the same time, I was like, I hope I'm still going to be able to do this because I wasn't sure at first with how crazy busy it was getting and all these other doors that were coming up. Because I had said yes about four days before all this other stuff had started to kind of pile up and happen. And then we got into it, and it was like, okay, 
all right, nothing's sparked on the board yet, and you know the mics are turning on and everything's good. And uh, then being able to get the guests in here that we have to hear people's stories, to hear how God's using them, and most importantly, being able to work with, I would say, a friend more than just a co-host at this point. That's been a big blessing. So I enjoy the time we get in the studio together. It's a lot of fun. Well, and I have to say that too. You know, as great as it is to produce content that I know other people are listening to, um, the opportunity to come in and work with you on on uh, twice or three times a month has been a blessing. And I just before we get into some of the other stuff we're going to share today, I might as well go right into some thank yous. Uh, I want to thank Brad Lanzer and Troy West of JQ ninety nine primarily because without them, I would not have the studio space to do this show. And um, they are really, they've really been a blessing to me and continued to be encouraging. Um, I touch base with them every once in a while, and so far the door has been wide open. So Lord willing, we'll still be here 100 podcasts from now. Um, but who knows what God's going to do uh, between now and then. He could put one or both of us on a different path. But I'm just thrilled to be here, and without them it wouldn't be possible. So I want to say a heartfelt thank you to them. I want to thank each and every one of our guests. It would take me a while to mention all of them, so I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to encourage you to go into the archives of Speaking for Him so that you can hear some of that stuff and get an idea of what we've where we've been the last 100 episodes. And we will be starting a new feature on the blog called Throwback Thursday this Thursday, and we're going to post... The very first episode on the blog. Oh, boy. <laughs> and we're kind of starting from episode one for our Thursday post. The podcast will still be new every Friday, but for Thursday, we're going to do some throwbacks. So that should be exciting for those who have just recently joined this ride that is known as the Speaking for Him podcast. All right. Well, we'll move right in right now to a highlight reel of 100 podcasts. You'll notice from this reel that we're going to start right at the beginning with the first podcast and move right on into last week's episode, which was 99 and everywhere in between. I am very grateful to be here today. My name is Andrew Gamison and I will be your host. I've always had a heart for young people speaking the truth of God into their life. The main mission of speaking for him comes from 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, where Paul is encouraging his fellow believers that they would walk worthy of the gospel of Jesus Christ. My primary goal in ministry is to reach out to those who are already following Christ and to encourage them to follow him more closely. Today we're going to talk about the gift of kids with special needs. You know, sometimes the world would tell us that children with disabilities are less than perfect. And so what we want to do on this podcast is continue to shine a light on the gift of kids with special needs because I am one of them. NGPV, we're here today to talk about a documentary about her brother Jonathan called Our Beautiful Secret. Jonathan, he was born with cerebral palsy. You know, he had so many challenges. Each time he was given the option to either survive by giving up part of himself or letting go. In each case, Jonathan chose to live. 
It's really about celebrating adversity, you know, not only overcoming all those challenges, but, you know, you can actually go and do wonderful things in this life. Uh, Mr. Nick Davidson, welcome to the show, Nick. Thank you. Uh, my son, Jonathan, is three. Back in April, Jonathan was diagnosed with a rare condition called aplastic anemia. It's very similar to leukemia, but there's no okay. cancer cells. Thankfully, our daughter, Sarah, was an exact bone marrow match. We are out of the hospital, and he's recovering uh, slowly, surely. We're going to talk with a friend of mine who has several deaf children, Darlene Anderson. So at the time of the birth of our third son, we took him home thinking everything was normal. Within the next few months, we noticed some vestibular difficulties. And so I decided I needed to take him in and have him tested. And that's when it was confirmed that he was deaf. And I remember thinking at the time that he was fearfully and wonderfully made. And this is the way God made him. That was okay, and I would do whatever I could to help him. But after him, the Lord gave us five more deaf children. And during the years that these five were coming into the world, it was hard for me to understand why God was doing it again and again. It took me a while to come to the point where I realized God wanted me not only to accept the way they were, but to be thankful. Ed Rivett, the Legislative Director for Right to Life of Michigan. In our country, we had a long history, first of abortion being illegal and unborn children protected in the law, and then we had this abrupt rupture of our tradition uh, with Roe versus Wade. So I think in the battle, we will kind of reverse it and go backward and restore ourselves first to legal protection of the unborn uh, after Roe was reversed, then laws in the various states, then perhaps a national law, and then ultimately we will re-enshrine constitutional protection into our constitution. So that's the way I see the battle will proceed over time. started by going to Adam for some historical facts about Christmas. In the Middle Ages, so we're going back to the 15th, 16th century, Christmas celebrations were rowdy and crazy, a lot like today's Mardi Gras parties. Christmas was not always a federal holiday in the United States. Andrew, I got to ask you real quick. Do you like eggnog? I always have the non-alcoholic variety. Just to put <laughs> that out there and make that very clear. Yeah. <laughs> the first glass of eggnog was actually made in the United States, and it was consumed in Captain John Smith's 1607 Jamestown settlement. These facts about Christmas are very interesting, but let's hear from a famous celebrity about what Christmas is really all about. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you tidings of great joy. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. Dave and Ivor are my guests here today. The peanuts piece is always touching to me, and I think there's a story just about he took a lot of heat for including that in that special. I guess I'm just thankful for people like that over the centuries who've kept the gospel alive in Christmas. Struggle with the contrast between celebrating the holiday and also keeping the Christ in Christmas. 
But I think it's our opportunity because we can't stop Christmas from happening as a worldwide celebration as believers, as we are the ones to bring Christ central to that message. I'm very excited today because my mom is someone that's very important to me. She led me to the Lord. Without her love and influence, I would not be here today doing what I'm doing, and I really appreciate that. It says here, the noblest calling in the world is that of a mother. True motherhood is the most beautiful of all arts and the greatest of all professions. Deserves the highest honor that man can give. Today is a tribute to dads. So welcome, Russ. We're excited to have you here. The hardest thing about being a father would probably be letting go and letting God. You have all these expectations, but you never know. It could be something totally different that God has for him, and that's just something that will go along with that ministry. And to trust God that he'll take care of it. It is Memorial Day weekend, and although uh, for many of us it means the unofficial start of summer, we do not want to let this day uh, go past without paying tribute to some of our fallen heroes People that have given their lives so that we can have the freedoms which we currently enjoy here in this country. Today we're going to hear the Easter story from the perspective of someone that was very important to the story. Welcome, the Apostle Peter. I'm writing to you right now from a dark jail cell. Tomorrow I'm going to put off this earthly tent for the sake of the gospel. Be encouraged. Our master once said, He that findeth his life shall lose it. He that loseth his life for my sake shall find it. You keep serving the best of masters. With me in the studio, the wonderful people that have helped me launch my radio career, Chris and Emily. So welcome to the show, Chris and Emily. I will say that one of the biggest blessings is watching God work. We got down on our knees in 2002 and we asked God for this. And so when you ask God for something and he gives it to you and it doesn't look the way you envision it to look, you still need to understand that God's involved. I get a lot of people that say, you know, I could never work with my husband or I could never work with my wife. You can That's what you were created to do, is to be that help meet. You are compatible. God created you to fit together like puzzle pieces in every way. For many of us, we grew up listening to Christian radio, and we had a special affinity for a program called Children's Bible Hour. And through that program, Charlie Vandermeer became everyone's favorite uncle, And I have the great privilege of having Uncle Charlie with us in the studio today. That has to be one of the most exciting parts of your job, isn't it? To see the payoff of people continuing to serve the Lord. Right. And I keep in touch with a number of kids who are in full-time ministry, one over in Indonesia and another in Papua New Guinea. And it just is a real blessing to know that they're serving the Lord. You said that you have been doing this for over 50 years, so there's no Well, really... 78, 68, because <laughs> I'm 78, and wow. I started when I was nine. Thinking about reaching children, the statistics tell us that about 75% of those who ever trust Christ the Savior do so before they reach the age of 15. 
So I always say, shouldn't that mean that uh, 75% of our outreach is aimed at kids? Because kids need Christ, and they're not all hardened in their heart, and their hearts are open. And I'm extremely excited to have today's guest with us, Kevin McCreary. Sure, yeah. Um, I, when I was in college, I, I heard about, like, in, you know, my, my, let's see, uh, cut all that I've said so far out because I've not said a single thing. (laughs) (laughs) Today, um, I'm welcoming in Steve and Diane Ellens. We're going to discuss You Can't Take It With You, and they are the directors. So welcome, guys. Anytime that you go put on a play, you do it to take somebody out of their own world that they're in and put them in another world for a little while. Maybe they have a lot of problems going on in their life. Maybe there's things that just aren't working out right. But if they can get out of that world and into a new world for a little while, then we've done our job. And that is a uh, simple glance at the last hundred weeks on the Speaking for Him podcast. Boy, it takes you back, huh, Adam? Yes, it does. Goodness. That's well, awesome. I definitely want to thank Kevin McCreary. Um, for his production work on that highlight reel, and I will have his contact information on the blog so that you can uh, hit him up because he's a very good freelance um, audio uh, mixer and producer, as you can tell from that piece. And I would really love it if he would be able to get some business from this podcast, from the listenership. And, you know, it's very important. I just want to take a moment to say for people like me and like Adam and like Kevin who are out here producing this stuff for the internet to encourage people to know that people are being encouraged. I can look every week at the listens that my podcast receives, but I don't always receive written feedback. And I want to be a little vulnerable with you here and say that that can be a little frustrating And to let you know that one of my pet peeves is that when there's something funny that doesn't have any real merit on Facebook, um, it tends to blow up and people give it all kinds of notifications and comments and things like that. But when things of a serious nature are posted on Facebook, there's not as much of a response. And I think that we need to respond um, to the serious things as well. And as a content creator, I cannot um, overstate what feedback means to me. It means an awful lot. So I just wanted to throw that out there and let you know. All right. Well, since it is the 100th podcast, one of the things that Adam and I have decided to do is to pick five shows that particularly stuck out to us over these 100 episodes. And I'm not ranking mine. I don't know if Adam is ranking his or not. But these are just five shows that stuck out to me um, as being ones that I thought were um, my favorite to do. And it was very hard to do because I've loved every show for what it's brought. But there are just some that stuck out. And these are my five in no particular order. A Visit with Chris and Emily, which I think is titled Connected and Growing with Chris and Emily in the Archives. So if you want to look at that one, that was one of them. A Visit with Uncle Charlie was another. Um, Roe vs. Wade, 40 years later from last uh, last January with Ed Rivett. 
And then, actually going all the way back to episode four, wow, Matters of the Heart was one of my favorite. And the reason I'll, the reason I will say this, and you can give your reasons for any of your episodes as well, Adam. Okay. But the reason I'll say this about this one is this is when I knew. This is when I really felt that I would hit my stride and really um, have this idea uh, that this could be a sustainable uh, podcast was, and actually, now that I think about it, it's not episode four, it's seven or eight, but it's in there in the early podcasts anyway. And, but, but that was the podcast when I really started to think, you know, this could be something special and we really have some good content to share with you. And as I said, we'll be going back through some of those podcasts for Throwback Thursdays on the blog. And so hopefully you will check that out. And then finally, um, this is a group of episodes, but I think uh, if I was going to rank one, it would have to be probably around my all-time favorite. And that is A Christmas Carol, parts one through four. And the reason for that is simple. I put out a call on the internet for people to read in this dramatic reading of A Christmas Carol. And then I scheduled a meeting... And that meeting consisted of myself and Adam, I think, and one other person. And so I thought, well, this is going to be an interesting reading if <laughs> if th- this is how many people show up. Yeah. But one of the girls who saw about this, one of my friends, Melissa, bless her heart, told her whole family about the project, got them on board, and we ended up having a full studio um, full of my friends. I recruited a few more after that meeting, and it just turned out really well. And so those are my top five. What do you have, Adam? Let's see how close we come. Yeah, boy. I'll stop reading each other's Facebook pages or something, I guess. But um, so a couple are a little bit, I guess, um, kind of random from in there, but I love this. Love these ones. One was uh, when we had uh, Brenda Vanderark and Mimi Russell in from the Mass Arts Theater yes. for their show Leaving Iowa. I believe um, either back in the spring or the fall. It was this past theater season. But the, the energy they brought to the studio and the banter back and forth was just <laughs> some of the funniest. It was like having um, Laverne and Shirley in the studio. <laughs> it was awesome. And they brought so much fun to that show, and we just appreciated them coming in in their time. So that that was a lot of fun. I you know what? You know them. what's interesting is that was probably kind of their era, so they might actually get that reference. Do you think so? <laughs> they might find it weird that it came out of your mouth. But <laughs> <laughs> hey, when I got sick, it was TV Land all day. But uh, it was great having them in the studio. It was so much fun, and really, any master arts program has been a lot of fun. Having them in here and just giving us the ins and outs of of the place and, and what shows are coming up. Uh, we had one that was kind of a generic show, and this was back this past June, but it was uh, – I forget the title of it, but it was actually a show talking about current events, kind of like laws and, and certain things regarding gay marriage and abortion. And it was just cool to be able to just kind of dig into that stuff and just kind of talk about truth and real issues. And that was uh, that was really good. I remember after the show just being like, that was that was cool. We were able to just talk about that, get the word out, um, you know, do it respectfully, of course, and – just people talk about that. So that was cool to realize, you know, what you can do when God gives you a, a podcast or a microphone or something to be able to, you know, talk and pray and address those things. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, Uncle Charlie, the show when he was on, that was <laughs> that was a lot of fun. And um, and that flashback there, I didn't realize it said fifty years instead of sixty eight. But <laughs> uh, yeah, but it was it was so cool having someone who's been in 
the industry for that long and sells a heart on fire for what he does. And he's just a fun guy. And he really was. I just was was floored that he was that accessible. Yeah. I mean, it didn't even take much for me to get him scheduled. And as I've told you, some of the guests I would like to potentially get in here in the future, it's been a challenge to get them <laughs> scheduled. I'm not giving up, though. I'm, I'm looking forward to some big things in the next hundred episodes, Lord willing. But that's just been one of the interesting things about producing a show is is lining up guests and and getting them able to show up on time and to be able to work it all out. So, but I enjoy it. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was cool having him in and just uh, hear his story and how God had used him for so many years. Uh, another one here is when uh, Chris and Emily were in. That that was a lot of fun. That was uh, brought a lot of laughter to the table. And uh, what was really cool is I I known them for a little bit before we even had them here in the studio to do the podcast, and it was cool hearing just kind of their story before of how they met, how they got into radio, how they got you know married, all that stuff. And it was it was really interesting. I was like, oh, I've never uh, heard these stories before. So. And you have got to go back to the archives, those of you listening. If you haven't heard that episode, you have got to go back and listen to it because none of the humorous parts made it into the, into the highlight reel. But trust me, that was one of the episodes that I laughed the most. Yeah. And... I was in here in the studio hosting, so I'm sure it was even more fun for listeners. Absolutely. But you've got to go back and listen to that one. Yeah, check it out. It was, it was a lot of fun to have him in the studio. And then lastly here, and um, now this is an all equal, all everybody's at the same level with the podcast that have came in. But I do have to say, if I had to pick a favorite or a series of favorites, it was the Christmas Carol podcast. Having everybody in, and I remember being blown away at how amazing each person was at their character. I was like, I feel like I'm in this like Hollywood table reading script meeting to get a program going or something. And these guys were knocking it out of the park. And I was like, this is like being in the story and getting to know the people themselves too, who were doing the voices. Boy, that was, that was a lot of fun. Well, we are definitely on the same page. Cause I think we hit three out of five. Yeah. The same. We did. Which is pretty exciting. It just kind of shows that we are meant to work together. And it's been fun, like I said, to see these podcasts come together. It's a little ironic, just real quick, I had to say, too, that does it seem weird that some of our favorites, those top three, I think were the shows where we talk the least out of all of it. <laughs> well, and, and that's it. You know, I, I really, I love it when a guest comes in and takes over the podcast. Yeah. Because I've never really wanted this show to be about me. Right. Same. I love doing it because I love to be consistently on the air, but I don't want it to be about me. It's about him. It's mm -hmm. about Jesus. And however he can be glorified the most, um, that's what I want. And if that means that you and I step aside and just listen to somebody talk about what God has done, then all the better. Yeah, we'll do it. So I really, I think that, 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 there's a good reason for that. So Absolutely. All right. Well, we do have some feedback, and I want to thank those of you who uh, sent a voicemail to us, which we're going to listen to. Uh, I believe we have three voicemails um, about the 100th podcast. And before we do that, though, I just want to encourage you. You can send a voicemail like this for any podcast. There is a an app that's on the blog with a microphone on the right-hand side of the page that all you have to do is click it, record a message on your computer, and then hit send, and it will send it to me via email, and then I can download it 
and send it to Adam to put together for the show. And you, so you can send any comment, question, criticism, as long as it's constructive. <laughs> and we'll put, we'll, for the most part, we'll put your voicemail on the show because we want this to be about your feedback. And uh, so I'd love to have the problem where I don't have enough time to fit them in. At this point, though, it's not a problem. So please... Let me know how you like this 100th show or any shows to come. All right, Adam, let's go to our voicemails. Hey, guys, congrats on your 100th episode. So excited for you. And keep up the great work. Thanks for being such a blessing in our lives. Congratulations, Andrew, on your 100th podcast. Um, I'm so happy for you and even happier for us that we get to listen to such thought-provoking and God-centered talks. I appreciate what you do on speaking for him, and here's to many more. Love you, brother. Bye. Hello, Andrew, and speaking for him ministries. Wow, congratulations on your 100th podcast. This is just amazing what God has done and what he's been doing through your life through this podcast, and I truly appreciate you all the encouragement and all the words um, from God that you have been giving us over this podcast over the last year or so that you've been doing this. Thank you, and may you continue to have another hundred more. All right, and we again, we thank um, those young ladies for giving us their feedback, and we encourage you. If you want to appear on a future episode, to send us yours. All right, we've come to the point where we just want to give some final thoughts. You know, my mind is always, my brain is always turning on how to make this podcast a little bit better. Um, I've thought about certain segments that we can possibly do. Uh, no definite things to say about that at this point. But just continue to pray that we have more insight. If you have something that you think we should do as a podcast, don't be afraid to let us know. We want to continue to make the show better. I think we've come a long way since episode one. Um, What about you, Adam? I definitely think so. I can at least speak for myself in the sense that I can speak in full sentences now (laughs) without tripping over any, any of my tongues or anything. So that it's been a blessing to see how God has allowed us to grow in that area. So I would definitely, definitely agree with that. All right. Well, we are so thankful that you have listened to this 100th podcast. We want to thank everyone who sent a voicemail, everyone who was on the highlight reel, everyone who didn't make the highlight reel this time. You still made the Speaking Firm podcast what it is. I would encourage you to share this podcast with your friends, to like us on iTunes and Stitcher, to write us a review and to leave us five stars if you think we're worth that. And that will help other people to know about the Speaking for Him podcast and to get the word out even more. We are thankful for what God has done, and we look forward to what he will do as he continues to be faithful in the future. For the Speaking for Him podcast, this is your host, Andrew Gomison, alongside executive producer Adam McNutt, saying... Have a great weekend and keep serving the best of masters. And once again, thank you, Kevin McCreary, for your expert executive producing of the Highlight Reel.